three, two, one. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We are back with another mini-sode. Woohoo! Very excited. This is a, a quick 10-minute or less story about our, something in our, our business, a lesson. And uh, here we go. Andressa is on this week to share right. some good stuff with us. Yes. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Hey guys, it's Liz. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that time is running out and you just have three weeks left to get your ticket to InvestorCon 2024, the number one premier conference for women in real estate. It's happening from June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. To learn more and to get your ticket, go to investhercon.com today and use the code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. That's investhercon.com, promo code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. Today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is short-term rental. Sometimes I'm going to refer to that to Airbnb, which is the most famous porta all there. So what I want to share with you guys is that real estate industry, we have so many branches to invest and each one of us can pick what fits best our interests and our goals. As you might know, I love being at the job site. There's nothing better than smell of lumber, seriously, when it arrives. Oh, you are funny, Andressa. You are funny. No, I love that. You know, progress, the smell of progress, it, it, I, get, I get a high of it. I don't do drugs, so I, I like that, okay? But I also have been a, a host, a Airbnb host since 2012. I host when I was living at the property and I also have investment properties right now. And during the five years of my business, every profit, every penny went back to the company. I did not get paid. I did not have a salary. Um, At that time, my ex-husband had a W-2, so we had to build the company based on one income only. And a friend of mine introduced us to Airbnb and said that they were doing it and helped, you know, uh, kind of like help with their monthly cost. Mm. I thought, that's weird. Very weird. What do you mean you're renting part of your house to somebody else that you never saw? And that was in, what, 2012. Well, so that was, you know, a good six years ago. That was kind of when it was really early, in its early stages, right? Very early stage, yes. Um, they start, Airbnb started in 2008. So there, there was still like, you know, the, there were babies on that. Yeah. So what I thought was like, very weird. Somebody's going to sleep on my bed. No freaking way that that's going to happen. <laughs> however, however, we were traveling a bit. 
and the house was being, you know, it was empty. There was nothing there. And the neighborhood where the property was and still is because I still rent them. It's, it, it was a great neighborhood and it became so good and the demand was very high. So we thought, okay, let's, let's try this. When we are traveling, let's rent the property and see if there's a demand or not. But we did it as a hobby. And we started getting a lot of income, which exceeded our monthly expenses. So we thought we went from, oh, that's weird to that's very good. Mm. How do we do buy, more of that? <laughs> we can buy new sheets if, you know, if needed. That's not weird. No longer weird. So here's what I learned during that process. If you treat Airbnb as a hobby, you will get paid as a hobby. Mm, that's deep. I like that. It is because at that time I was like, man, if I knew what I know now, I will have made so much more, but this is part of the process, right? We all get kicked, you know, where to learn the lessons that we got to learn. Mm -hmm. So you need to understand the rules of the game and start trading it like a business since the beginning. At the beginning, I was totally unaware of pricing standard answers, for example. So the lack of processes and systems in place requiring me to spend more time managing the property. Now that I have those systems in place, I spend less time and make more money. And Jessa, where can ladies like, um, like in a, in a simple way, maybe get some of this done, like terms of research, like how, there's so many places, right. To find. Yes. So what, what, what are some tools or maybe some sites that you've used, right. To do sure. the research that you've needed to. Well, the Airbnb portal, they have a great, great source there. And there's so many, what I would say it's join the Facebook communities that have Airbnb hosts and ask the questions that you are looking to do, because there you will find true hosts that have done what you're looking to do. It's a great and point. They, and they already tested so many softwares and, and different things. They already tested and they will give you what work, what didn't work and why. So that's We're, a Right. And the worst thing to do is ask someone, like, if you ask me, should I do Airbnb? I'd be like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't <laughs> have, like we don't have Airbnbs or we don't have short-term rentals. That's not our yeah. business model. But like, you got to ask people that are, like you said, you go to those groups. That's a great suggestion. Really great yes, suggestion. Absolutely. So number two, I will say you don't need to be a people's person to be great at hospitality. And this is a lesson I learned from you, Liz, because I've always learned, I will, I'll always learn, I've always heard that I am good at processing different things. And my little dot on my personality chart is not as good with like, you know, with people. However, Liz have told me a very good um, distinction between being a people's person and being good at hospitality. Can you clarify that, Liz? Sure. Sure. So like, you know, people often, okay. So if you have like the typical people person, let's call them like the extrovert who likes to talk and likes to, you know, engage people and that's all well and good, but you're typically someone in a simple way is either very good with people in person or they can be very good with people on the phone uh, or online and, and really probably managing short-term rentals you probably need to be really good online. Yes. Maybe more on the phone. Like you're not like 
typically meeting all of these people every yeah. time you have a new, right? A new guest, if you will. So mm -hmm. my point is just because somebody is quote unquote friendly, the, the, the deeper question is, you know, anyone can be, not anyone, but certain people are actually much better online or on the phone from a service perspective versus, uh, you know, I need to see people every day friendly. That's a different yes. shade of friendly, I should say. You know, like some of your best customer service people on the phone are not extroverts. Because if they're an extrovert, they're not going to want to be on the phone. They're going to want to yeah. be out and about. They're not going to be on the phone. They're going to be meeting people. So that's so important. A, yeah. Like a question you can ask yourself in a very simple way is what kind of people, um, uh, kind of connection do I need? You know, and is it okay? Mm -hmm. Is it enough for me to serve them via online or on the phone or via text? Or am I like, I got to see people face to face uh, because sometimes they may not always be consistent with what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And the number three, uh, this is a type of investment that became one of my biggest passion. You know that it happened when you don't get tired of talking about it, researching about it, listening to the podcast about it, and getting more like so excited about what's coming up. So working on that passion on something like that, it, it's just not a job anymore. It is just part of who I am in life. So for the ladies out there, the lessons that I've learned here that you can apply on your life, on your business, I will give it to you. No, so three, three quick tips. Number one, if you are looking to invest in short-term rentals, create and implement process that will facilitate your growth. That is just like hands down. Mm -hmm. Number two, high customer service. People who are coming to your house want great hospitality. And, and it will really depend on how fast you can get to them. I personally have a non-excuse mentality. There's no question, no request that I will say, no, it cannot be done. Of course, I cannot bring like an elephant to Broad Street in Philadelphia so I can please them. That's not the case. However, I treat them as they're they are paying a very high price for a high quality customer service. And it's my obligation to give it to them. And number three, working on something that you are very passionate about and you believe in it. This industry is changing a lot. We all know it's changing a lot. I've heard another day that decades ago, people were saying, don't talk to strangers online, don't get into strangers' cars, and don't open the door to strangers. Nowadays, we have multiple Facebook friends that we don't even know. We take Uber every day, That's and we point. stay in people's house. So it's, it's a changing you know, movement. We are in transition right now. I've learned that all we need is to adapt and be aware of those changes. And this is happening in real estate. And all what I, I'm requesting is that you guys see where this movement is going on and make a wise financial decision. If this, is, this can be one of the you know, branches that you want to invest or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're doing uh, in general in your business is so awesome. And Andressa, you are a true expert. I mean, you know everything about this and you, you if you don't, you, you do the research. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I would say to ladies listening, you know, converting your long-term rentals to short-term, uh, what have you. I mean, uh, you know, Andressa, you've been working with some investors and helping them do that. Yeah. I think, I think you're just providing an awesome service and, and it's so needed. So, um, really good stuff. And hope this helps you ladies out there yes. think through the short-term rental Absolutely. arena. So, mm -hmm. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to send it to me, andressa at therealestateinvestor.com.
And not to me, uh, Liz at the dog joking. <laughs> um, so hope this was helpful, ladies. Have a fantastic day and uh, keep doing great things. Bye.